0: welcome to the letters to a new developer podcast where i and my guests share tips tricks and advice that will help you level up as a new developer this project covers what i've learned over 20 years of software development at startups and large companies as well as advice from guests who have worked at companies like microsoft github and oracle
1: so sit back and enjoy dear new developer I've spent a lot of my time maintaining working code. I think that is more typical of software developers than working in greenfield development. Yes, there are definitely jobs where you are writing more new code than maintaining, upgrading, bug fixing and improving old code, startups without product market fit being one, consulting being another, but in general code is expensive and folks want to run it for a long time. Often you'll jump into code to fix a bug, investigate an issue or answer a question. When you do so, improve it. This doesn't mean you rewrite it, or upgrade all the libraries it depends on, or rename all the variables. You don't need to transform it. But you should make it better. Just clean it up a bit. Doing so makes everyone's lives just a bit better, helps the codebase in a sustainable way, and assists the business by making its supporting infrastructure more flexible. What are some ways to improve the code when you are in it? Document. Whether that is a comment that explains something tricky, a larger piece of documentation external to the code which explains how to interact with it, or fixing a typo, trustworthy documentation is key to interacting with code. This is a good way to start improving a code base because it has minimal impact on the actual code. Therefore it is low risk. But if you've ever had a great comment explain a confusing bit of code, you'll appreciate the time this effort can save. You can also help documentation by removing old, crufty docs. If you see a comment that doesn't apply, remove it. If there's cut-and-paste documentation which doesn't apply, get rid of it. That cleans up the code for the next person to come along, who might be you. Write a test or improve a test. Tests help you write maintainable, extensible code that others can change fearlessly. If you run across code that isn't tested and you have time and the supporting framework to write one, do so. Even if it tests simple functionality such as can I instantiate this object or how does this function react when I pass it two null values, an additional test will help the robustness of the code. Refactor it. This is one of the most flexible improvements. Refactoring code can range from renaming a variable to be more true to its nature to an overhaul of an entire module. Start small and don't get wrapped up in perfection. Make the code clearer in intent. It's easy with refactoring to get wound around an axle and make too many changes and end up with broken things. Timeboxing is one technique I use to avoid, or at least minimize, my tendencies toward this when refactoring. If all I have is 30 minutes, I'll make my changes smaller in scope. A warning about refactoring. Don't refactor what you don't understand. Don't drive by refactor. Discuss your plan with someone more familiar with the code. Git blame is your friend. Especially if the code is not well tested, you want to make sure you don't do more harm than good. Upgrade a dependency. It's sometimes a winding path, but upgrading your dependencies regularly is a good way to maintain the code. I remember working in a fork of struts. It was an important application for the company, but we didn't spend the time upgrading the dependencies, because it was too painful. Eventually, parts of the code became harder to update. The entire application couldn't benefit from newer technologies and paradigms because of the older dependencies holding it back. It never feels good to spend time updating a dependency, to me this always feels like running in place. But if you don't do so, eventually dependencies will end of life and you'll be forced to update. That'll be even less pleasant. How to do it? Based on feedback, this comment, among others, I added this section on November 28th. When you are making these changes to improve the code, you'll help out code reviewers and your future self by making changes that are improving the code separate from changes that add functionality. Whether you do this in separate pull requests, tickets, or commits depends on your team culture. Ask about that. But such separation will make it easier for people who aren't familiar with the changes to understand them and give feedback on them. Whether that is a code review this week or someone reviewing this component two years from now. Why do it? All of these actions not only help others because they improve the quality of the code, they also provide examples to other developers on how to do so. For example, It is far easier to write the second test in a suite than the first. You can cut and paste a lot of the setup code and tweak only what is different. The first bit of documentation will inspire more. Code isn't everything, but it is an important work output. Whenever you touch it, you should strive to leave it in a better place than it was before you did so. Sincerely, Dan
0: Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast was helpful to you, please let me know by visiting letters to a new and contacting me. You can also buy my book titled letters to a new developer or buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash L the number two N D. Thanks again for listening.